All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 160. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas and joining me as always from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? Yeah, 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 Fred. That's nice. Hurry along here. All right, <laughs> quick, quick, yeah, quick. Let's get going. I'm just kidding. What's going I'm having on, a man? real home What's alone day today. Stop fucking around with these niceties. <laughs> Uh, I'm good. I actually trees. It was we are fil- we are recording this on Tuesday night, and it was mm-hmm. not mm, three hours ago. I was actually in your time zone in the yeah. delightful town of Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. Which, if uh, Major League and Howard the Duck are my litmuses mm-hmm. for what to expect from Cleveland, I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's what we did. We left, um, we actually left before the podcast, uh, went live last week (laughs) to Cleveland and that's where we've been for, uh, the last, uh, four or five days. So yeah, you were like, you literally wrote me like, I don't know, like two hours ago and you're like, I'm in the air. Yeah. in the air and then we'll land it and get home. And I'm like, you don't have to worry about it, man. And you're like, no, no. Miss my flight or something. I don't know. We'll be there. I'll let well, you know. I didn't want to miss a week if we could avoid it. And I did want to talk about the trip. I, I won't lie. Hmm. I, I'm eager to talk about the trip. So, okay. um, what it does mean, and I guess we'll play it by ear. You might be surprised, though, that I don't know how long-winded I'll be. But let's pause and see. But um, you might be surprised because we have a lot. So, one thing I do want to just cover at the top and kind of get your... He, he didn't know this was coming, is the point. Trees doesn't know this is coming. <laughs> I never but while I've been gone, there have been a bunch of things, right? The Xbox Showcase, video yeah. game things. Xbox Showcase, Summer Games Fest, Ubisoft Connect, Capcom, all kinds of shit. Square, yeah. there's a Final Fantasy 16 demo out there that apparently people are falling in love with. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't... I mean, is it safe to say? I mean, we'll we'll see how the show goes, but I don't know that there's going to be an awful lot of time to talk about that this week. We'll try. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And if we can't, we'll, we'll try to circle back to it. But okay. Play it by ear. Without further ado, then, let's kick this off because uh-huh. I, I get to go first. And okay. let me just get the time code. Okay. So uh, we went to Cleveland, wrapped up uh, a nice hot week at work. And uh, we took off in trees, happy to say. Mm-hmm. The trip there, no real issues with um, with anything. We uh, got to the airport, got through security pretty well, got checked into the flight. Um, we had to, the way there, we went to Tennessee, um, Nashville, Tennessee, Spent about an hour there, and we had that lucky thing where, like, the two gates, the one we got out of and the one we had to be at, were, like, close together, right? So you're not running all over the airport, especially because my mother-in-law um, can't walk very well. And so we uh, we got our wheelchair, but, like, you know, that can take time. Anyway, happy to say we got all that done. No delays on the flights, but we were the first flights of the day, right? Like, we, our first uh, trees, we got up at fucking 3.30 in the morning. For our, it's always fun. for our initial flights, yeah, because it was at 7.30, and we had to park in, like, the long-term parking, you know, and do all that stuff, so. Right. So, yeah, but we made it. We got through security, which Friday morning security, mm, not a great time, business travelers and the whatnot. Um, but, oh, actually, 
Anyway, um, so <laughs> so then we got to Cleveland, and um, my so it was because it's for my brother-in-law's fortieth birthday. What's up, Brian? Uh, and we had a good time. Um, so just right off the bat, I'm gonna say we have a good time. <clears throat> and um, and uh, we had a plan. So the the my my in-laws, my parents. <laughs> They handle things a little differently than we do. We're former Chicago. We like to walk everywhere. So there's a public transportation system. We were going to take the train from the airport to our Airbnb. We got a row house that was um, near the, um, I think it was called the West Side Market, but it's like the market district of of Cleveland, kind of by the lake um, and the bridges and stuff. Anyway, um, for those that know the Cleveland area, it was like, 19th in Columbus. So there you go. Um, and there was a really cool farmer's market there. Um, and so that was our plan. And then my in-laws rented a car and that was their plan. So, um, we part ways with them once we got off the plane and, um, we go down to the train and there's a huge barricade down. We, we arrived in Cleveland at about 1230. Um, and there was a huge barricade down that said the train was was closed. It was under renovations. It was not available. Um, but I'm happy to say we just went out there, grabbed an Airbnb, or sorry, an Airbnb, an Uber, because I had Uber installed. Um, and they now have two-factor authentication because they finally got with modern-day security after getting hacked so violently. And um, it was like 20 bucks or something, 22 bucks maybe, to get to where we were going. And Trees, the first thing we did, you'll be happy to hear this, yeah. First thing we did, because we we were too early to check into our Airbnb, we were like, let's get some nosh. Let's get some food in us. We did have like a breakfast. We went and got coffee and breakfast and stuff with our layover in Tennessee. But like, let's get some real food. And so being responsible people, you know, we're health conscious and everything. Yeah. We went to a place called Brew Nuts, which was a donut beer place. It's <laughs> the oh, way yeah? I put it. Yeah. So... Um, trees, uh, let me, let me tell you about some of these, uh, concocted, uh, donuts we got. You'll be pretty happy with probably the most boring one was my daughter got a chocolate long John with marshmallow fluff in it. Oh, my brother-in-law got, um, a fruity pebble donut, a donut with a, you know, like, um, I've, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've seen those before. Oh yeah. And I think the other one I'm trying to see from these photos, I think his other one was a maple bacon one, right? Another common yes. one. I'm Let's done see. with the bacon trend. Yeah. You are? You're <laughs> done with it? Yeah. yeah okay. I'm done with the bacon trend. I'm a, I had my fun with it, and now <laughs> well, I'm so done we, with putting bacon on everything. We got the Samoa, which was like chocolate, coconut, and something else. And then we also got a fluffernutter. Um, Ooh. Fluffernutter. Yeah. So it had marshmallow cream on top, and it was a peanut butter donut. And I think it that had like good. filling in it too. So it's pretty good. And then we got some beers. Trees. It was the craziest thing. They had a blonde stout. Have you ever had a blonde stout? Um I don't think I have, but I've 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 seen the name before. So I know there's other people that had made blonde stouts before. Yeah, we got so. a or maybe it was a albino stout. It was something like that. I got the stout, my wife got the porter and they look like fucking Bud Lights. And we're like, wait, wait, no, we got the, but we tried them. Sure as shit. Hers was a beautiful 
coffee flavored peanut butter porter and mine tasted oh trees it was just that perfect like just a hint of like nutmeg with like a nice mm. chocolatey cough and not it was more chocolate than coffee like a little closer to guinness i would say but in this like thin crisp stout i don't know i mean didn't guinness make a blonde and it was sort they of like did and maybe that you know i never poured it out guinness of the bottles Right, I didn't. And look it looked at like it. regular. It looked like regular ale, but it, it tasted pretty. It was good. So yeah, it, it was, was the same idea. It was very impressive. Um, they had a neon sign that said "Donut Mess with Cleveland," so I thought that was cute. Puns, <laughs> puns, always good for dads. And puns. Um, yep. And then my good. and then my my in laws showed up. They had their their rented car, and they didn't want donuts, which you can understand, right? Like, they wanted substantial food. And we just so happened that Brunuts is at the what they call the corners. There were different restaurants at all four corners. So Trees, in you'll be proud of this. We marched right across the street to a pub and proceeded yeah. to get lunch right after these donuts. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what did my daughter get? My daughter got something. We got, we, Julie and I, um, split, uh, fish tacos. Uh, walleye is a big, um, you know, popular fish they catch over there cause they're right off Lake Erie. Right. Yep. So they had blackened yep. walleye tacos. So they were very good. And then, you know, my in-laws who hadn't had any donuts with us, um, got actual like burgers and stuff. But, but anyway, we were well fed <laughs> after that. Yeah. I also got to try a bourbon strong ale at this place. It was literally like. Strong. If they thinned out bourbon and made it into a beer, <laughs> so yeah, I yeah I don't like the 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 liquors mixing with the beers. I respect that. I've Most had, don't. Like, the, the bourbons, like <laughs> the Kentucky bourbon stouts and stuff, is like oh, Jesus, it's it's heavy. Calm down. Yeah, and it wasn't <laughs> too too high, right? Like out here in Kansas, you'll get some like eleven and fourteen percenters. Like this one was, I want to say seven point eight or eight. So that's not light by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not like those crazy imperial ones. You know what I mean? So, right. Anyway, so then we go check in to the Airbnb. That goes off without a hitch. Um, and uh, and it was kind of like a... So it was a, a two-story row house, and it was kind of like a bachelor pad. So right in the living room, they had a shuffleboard and an NBA Jam cabinet, a four-player NBA Jam cabinet, and a Pac-Man, but it was like one of those arcade one-ups which had like Pac-Man, Dig Dug, Super Pac-Man, things like that. And in the backyard, they had a grill, a fire pit, and a hot tub. And then um, five beds throughout the house. So um, so one for Autumn, one for Brian, then the two couples. Um, and... Uh, and so we got in there. It was nice, you know, got everything set up. Um, and then let's see, what do we do for the rest of the day? It was, we didn't have any plans for that day. So I think we went and checked out the farmer's market, but it was closing. Um, and I just realized, I said we flew Friday. We actually flew on Saturday. So this was on Saturday night. And then hmm. we had plans, Trees. We had good plans. We were going to go to like <laughs> bars. We were going to go to this 16-bit arcade that's over by us. We were, yeah, again, we were going to go bar hopping and stuff like that. We didn't really do any of that. There was a dive bar right down the street from us that's closed on Sundays and Mondays. So we knew it was the last night we were going to be there. 
and we just had a couple of beers and then what do we do for dinner? We went somewhere for dinner. I'm not going to lie. I'm blanking on what dinner was, but it was good. I'm sure it was, but I want to keep the momentum going with the story. (laughs) So the next day we get up and um, we had watched the Guardians game the night before. So, you know, I'm not a big baseball fan, but you know, they are. And that was one of the big draws to go. So we were going to go see the Guardians, formerly the Indians, right? And um, we found out pretty quick that, you know, they don't care if you call them the Indians. Um, so right. I know there's a lot of back and forth with that. But uh, but anyway, um, so we went to the Guardians game. Um, it was a season with the Houston Astros. And um, the Guardians had won Friday night and then – or Friday day. And then Saturday night, we watched that game in that dive bar. And that didn't go well, <laughs> is what I'll say. No. No. <clears throat> the, they Houston got them pretty good. <clears throat> so we didn't know what to think, and they had actually moved up. That's right. Okay. Going to back up the story real quick before we go to the Guardians game. Julie, me, and Autumn woke up early. Um, we got up at like 8, maybe 8.30, maybe 9, something like that. And we went to the mm-hmm. farmer's market. We walked there because we wanted to get like a fancy cake for Brian's birthday. We wanted to get some um, some various pastries. Uh, They had fresh macaroons. Autumn loves that. And we stopped at a diner. And while we were there, we found out from the news, we were getting breakfast. We found out from the news that um, they had moved the game up an hour. So we had to rush home, get everyone up and and get them to the game. Um, And I was happy to see that the the public transportation that was right there was working. Um, And we did get to the, the stadium and we got into the game. And Trees, it was right about this point that I realized my wallet was not going to survive this trip. (laughs) No. Cleveland is not a cheap town by any stretch of the imagination. And the ballpark was definitely like my first inkling of that. Um, We did not get food, but I did grab my father-in-law a brat because he didn't want to miss much of the game. So I went and got him a brat. That was like $350. Um, I'm exaggerating, of course, but... Um, right, right, right. And we got, we got some <laughs> beers at the game. They had like local beers on tap. And actually, Trees, this is probably pretty good, right? A tap beer for 12 bucks. That's not too shabby, right, for, for a ball game? Not terrible. It's not cheap by any stretch, but it's not too shabby. Mm. So we ended up watching the game. It was a great game. It was very entertaining. Autumn had a blast. Um, And it wasn't too, too long, and we didn't have to worry about it getting rained out. And the Guardians swept the Astros five to nothing. So it was a very strong game. So it was was a lot of fun. We had a good time. And then I have no idea why I'm blank. Oh, then we went to an Italian restaurant. Trees, I had Italian, if you'll believe that. Yeah, like all health conscious, like low carb shit out the fucking window. Um, so yeah, we, we did that. We, uh, had some good Italian food. I do not remember the place that we, like what it was called, but it was just over the lake. And then we went to an ice cream shop. They had like an old school ice cream shop and trees. Does this not sound like something I would get? I got a double coffee espresso chocolate shake. Um, and then, um, yesterday we got up and went to the rock and roll hall of fame 
got to go check that out. That was really cool. Um, <clears throat> I really dig it. It's six floors. So there's a lot going on. And they had like, there was, it was cool to see a couple of um, exhibits that like um, were very autumn focused. So she was very into them. She really likes the Beatles right. and they had done a huge Beatles thing. So she got to see a bunch of that stuff and actually see what these guys look like. She got to get introduced for the first time to uh, the Rolling Stones. Like she kind of heard, like she knows Paint It Black and stuff like that when she hears it, mm -hmm. but she didn't know what they looked like. And she had some questions about Mick Jagger's outfits over the years. Um, yeah. And I said, who doesn't? Um, I was very pleased that one of her favorite getups that they found in, that they had like on display was a Misfits uh, guitar and I think it was Danzig who had like the outfit and everything, so she really dug that. Um, nice. I was saddened to find that she was really into the Machine Gun Kelly exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, these kids. Know, fuck. These um, crazy kids. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> she was really into like the classic rock and roll, like Elvis Presley and um, Aretha Franklin. And, you know, just all those roots, like the rhythm and blues stuff and mm -hmm. Chuck Berry and all that stuff. Like, that was really cool to see her into. Um, and uh, anyway, we got to see that they had a bunch of pinball games on one of the floors. And so my daughter bounced back and forth between the uh, these were all the newer Stern ones. So these aren't the ones we played growing up trees, but they had ACDC, Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses. So... And you know what? That Data mm -hmm. East uh, um, Guns N' Roses pinball from the 80s was like my favorite one, but I've since learned yeah. that apparently it's kind of a shitty pinball. <laughs> so oh, the, the new Stern one was very cool, but what? You 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 are a fan of the, uh, the Data East uh, pinball? I mean... The 80s uh, Guns N' Roses? The, I thought I'm it was just dope. Saying it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you think it's dope don't let other people say it's not that's true and i've never changed that's all i'm too. saying yeah okay. it was also cool they yeah. had a jam area trees this is probably the kinds of people that you really idolize you know the guys were like 20 they look like they hadn't showered in a while and they just kind of run <laughs> around there um smelling like patchouli and um uh, they were like, yeah, man, you want to play a song? Like, come in here. I'll show you some chords. You can like be the drummer. You can yeah, be the bassist. Cool. You can be the guitarist. You want to sing? You can sing. We'll play some music, man. It's cool. You want to sit down and play some music? So, yeah, man. Yeah. I like it. And then the only thing that made me feel, I wouldn't say it made me feel old, but up in the sixth floor, they had, um, they had like spotlights for four major musicians. And like the first one was Tommy Morello and see my daughter, I'm just now introducing her to Rage Against the Machine. And mm. so it was cool because he kind of shows you how he made, how he makes like some of those sounds, right? Like he showed you how he does the, the, the sliding with the bulls on parade, like the, you know, for his solo. Yes. And, yep. and, um, yep. and then People of the Sun, the and he shows how he uses like a socket wrench to do that and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. Um, she got to see uh, Eddie Van Halen, you know, God rest his soul, show the two-hand tapping technique, right? And I was like, Autumn, wait till you see this guy noodle. And so that was really cool to see. And then they had a, a Nine Inch Nails thing. And, you know, Nine Inch Nails is, Trent Reznor, you know, is one of my favorite artists. Him and Phil Collins, you know, why why would those two ever be caught in a room together? But, you know, hey. Um, 
And they warned there's very graphic content in this. And so I was like, God, what are they going to show? Like, I didn't care right. if Autumn saw it, but I was like, what are they going to show? Obviously, their song Closer. You, do you know that song? I uh, know. Okay. I'm going to say it here just because it's it, people will know it. If you were in the mid-90s, you know, Closer, you know, the lyrics are, I want to fuck you like an animal. I want to feel you from the inside. And oh, people really remember that, that song. song. Yeah. Oh, that song. Yeah, that's. I don't know the names of the songs. Sure. No, you're good. <laughs> but everybody knows that song when you hear it because it got on the radio, right? And they censored it, but it was very clear what he said. Um, right. And what they showed was his like whole, he was the one who jumped in the mud when Woodstock 94 became like mud fest with all the rain, right? And so they showed his live performances there and they're doing like, it's okay if you don't know these songs, but they were doing like Terrible Lie and oh, what was the other one? Um, had like a whole, these were not like, these songs don't even have explicit lyrics. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, why is this questionable? And then they showed the Closer video. And I don't know if you were watching MTV at the time, but like, Closer was on MTV and like, you know, they would, they, and, and there was a lot of like nudity and stuff in that video. There were like, he had a lot of androgynous people, like girls that look like boys and boys look like girls. And then it would zoom, zoom out and see, you'd see them naked and see that they have the other body's genitalia and stuff like that. And, um, you wouldn't know that watching the video because they were all blurred out. Right. And when he swore it would, it would censor it. And so I was like, oh, they're going to show the uncensored video of this. And I wasn't sure I was ready for my daughter to see, right, like a person who looks like a girl that, but has like male genitalia or vice versa. Like I was like, okay. And I've seen this video uncensored because Big Nine Inch Nails fan, I have the downward spiral like double disc DVD and it has the uncensored videos in there. <clears throat> anyway. And no, they just play the MTV video. It's censored. And I was like, what kind of society are we in now that, like, this has got to be the big risky thing? You're going to show something we watched on MTV hourly in the 90s. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. But anyway. So, big finish there. Um, but the House big of Blues fit. was great. Uh, or House of Blues. Ugh. The, um, the, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was great. Uh, I thought it was awesome. Um, I since, since Trent Reznor, I think it's just Trent but it might be Nine Inch Nails, has already been inducted in the Hall of Fame. I think it was in 2020. Um, I voted for Phil Collins as a solo artist. Genesis is already in there, but <laughs> Phil needs to get in there. So, you know, it was fine. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so we had a good time there. And then we wrapped up and found a place that was like a seafood place, but it also had like burgers and stuff. So yeah, most seafood places have a burger. Yeah, but there wasn't a whole lot of seafood actually at um, in Cleveland. Like you would see some stuff with walleye, of course, but like this place had like steamed like lobster claws, and it wasn't expensive. It was like fifteen bucks for that. Um, actually, my brother-in-law got a very um, beautiful meal. He was kind of talking smack on it because he he didn't think it was. It was right, but I was like, it's the most classy and the least classy. You ready for this? He got the lobster claws and he got the chili cheese fries. <laughs> oh. I think that's a, right? That's two, op two opposite things. Yes, yes. But he thoroughly enjoyed them. And then we yeah. wrapped up because yesterday was his actual birthday. We wrapped up, hung out in the hot tub and uh, trees. The local grocery store had 24 ounce uh, Mountain Dews, the, the 
Alcoholic Mountain Dews. Oh, I still still not here. Still and they had them for two dollars and seventy five cents too. Did not bad one? for a twenty four ounce five percent alcoholic thing. Uh, so we each got two. We got an oh. orange one and a Baja Blast. Oh, the Baja Blast. Yeah. How were they? They were fantastic. Did you drink them? Yeah. Oh, were yeah. good? Oh yeah. Did got they nice and taste buzzed. like Mountain Dew? What? Or did they taste like? Did they taste like Mountain Dew? Or did they taste like alcohol? The Baja Blast one definitely does. And no, I wouldn't say they taste like alcohol that much. And I can tell you why. Because if my father-in-law takes down one of those and doesn't uh, doesn't really notice the alcohol, he doesn't mm-hmm. not drink, but he doesn't drink much. You know what I mean? So for him right. to take down a twenty-four banger, like he didn't have two like we did, but for him to take down a twenty-four ouncer. Proves to you like how tastes tastes all right. Yeah. So Whew, I'm excited. They yeah, have to be we, getting here soon. They yeah, yeah. They're making their way to the coast here. I feel it. Yeah, and they're they're in Missouri, so that's where I'd seen them, but um, <clears throat> haven't gone and grabbed them recently. But yeah, so we had that kind of partied up in the hot tub. Uh, we went inside. We watched a lot of. Um, uh, we watched um, some video game stuff. We watched the Ubisoft and uh, the Capcom. And then, and because we already watched the Xbox one. We did that also one mm-hmm. of the other nights. I just didn't mention it. And then we wrapped up watching the um, NBA championship. And I'm not a big sports guy, as I've said time and time again. But it was kind of fun to hang out with sports people, right? And like watch sports. I don't know. Yeah. I it's mean, fun in small doses. Yeah, it's nice to be around people that are excited about stuff. See that big ass, nearly seven foot tall Serbian dude that was, or yeah, I think it was Serbian, who's in the, the the Nuggets. Did you see that shit? No, I don't. No, I don't watch basketball. No, it was a big dude, big dude. Anyway, I think it was the Nuggets versus the Heat was yesterday's game. There's there's definitely some you know basketball fans. They're like, what the fuck, Fred? It's the championship. <laughs> but anyway, so. And then we got up this morning. Uh, we did not have an early flight this morning. So our flight was until 2.30. Well, you probably guessed that because of how late I got in. Um, mm-hmm. But we got to get up casually. Um, I went and got some coffee. Spilled my yogurt right in the front entryway of the house. So I had to clean that up. Mm. And uh, $8 yogurt down the drain. So that sucked. Um, but, you know, win some, lose some. Um Yeah. Also spent 60 bucks on lunch at the fucking airport. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Probably wasn't worth 60 bucks either. No, no, it was not. It was not. <laughs> oh, and actually, I do have to mention this. So just to wrap up, uh, then the flight home. Oh, did we deal with like both bad flight scenarios and bullshitty people. So yeah. We flew Southwest and I didn't want to fly Southwest, but my wife was like, the prices are good. And remember, we had to think of like a whole family here, you know, not just our financial situation. Right. So we were trying to keep things inexpensive for people. But I hate the assigned or the no assigned seats and all that stuff. So we go to get on the flight and um, our there's no direct flight. So our hop off was we were going Cleveland to St. Louis. The good news was if we get stuck in St. Louis, we're really close to the house, right? Like it's four hours, rent a car, get home. Um, and then St. Louis to uh, Kansas City. And um, on the fl- on the first flight, um, I people had started to figure out that if you get into a wheelchair, you get to board before everybody else. So... There was a family of, 
I want to say 15 people and magically they all needed a wheelchair, like uh, half of them needed a wheelchair. So it's eight people in wheelchairs <laughs> mm. and then their family. And then they had this huge screw up where like they didn't have, they, they were like sharing each other's boarding passes. So what happened was they were like, okay, we're going to start doing the pre-board for, you know, our patients, uh, you know, our, our, our passengers with, you know, special needs and things like that who, who need to get on first. And these people like bum rushed the front and then they pushed their way through to the point that when they went to scan all the boarding passes, one was a duplicate. And so they had a person on there. They were worried that they had a person on there they couldn't track, right? They're not in the mm. patient manifest or the passenger manifest, which unbeknownst to these people, apparently, who didn't seem to know or fucking care, like you can't do that, right? Like the, F <laughs> the FAA doesn't just let you let one random motherfucker on your plane, right? There is a little right. bit of consideration with that. And so they had to figure that out. And then the, the people started like fighting and pushing with people on the plane. Magically, these people all had to be wheel, wheelchair bound, very up, very spry and very able to walk without issue oh. once they got on the plane. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so much so that they were able to take um, my wife and push her. Um, down the aisle. Oh boy! They they really dug that. I wasn't on the plane at the time. Otherwise, I would have decked that motherfucker that did it. Um, and then I wouldn't have flown, obviously. And actually, no, with all no. the videos I had seen, people who cause a stir up like this usually mm -hmm. don't get to fly. My only guess is because it was so many people, they didn't want to kick like fifteen people off of a flight, and they knew they'd eventually have to like get them to their destination anyway. Right. But right, right. I had seen people not allowed to fly for far less, but apparently they yelled, they pushed. Um, the only reason my wife and my mother-in-law got to get on because, you know, she was in a wheelchair, like they would literally like, you know, pick her up and stuff like that. We didn't know. And we actually said we would be willing to board with our ticket thing. Right. But like we check in early. So like we were like early bees. You know what I mean? So if you've never flying, flown Southwest, the first 60 people are in A, the next 60 people are in B, the next 60 people are in C. Mm -hmm. And what you find is most of the people who check in at the last minute try to find ways to get on the flight early, right? Because we're in America. Um, and so, yeah, these people pushed so much that, um, but my wife had already gotten on the plane with her mother that um, they had to lock the door like to get on the plane. And they stopped all of us from boarding while they pulled all these people out to the side and like figured out what was going on uh, right. and tried to figure out everyone's identity and stuff like that because people didn't have IDs and they, how do you even get through security without an ID? Which, I don't know. Actually, yeah. no, they can't. So that means they did have an ID when they went through security and then they didn't, right? And they didn't. And they obviously didn't. got it all figured out because we do end up taking off. But then it was just a big headache. So then Autumn mm. and I get on the plane. It was no problem. Uh, you know, as long as Autumn got to sit next to somebody and like not a stranger, she was fine. So we sat together. Um, and then the flight wouldn't take off. And we mm. saw the woman who was fighting with them over the manifest and stuff like that. And they never really did tell us what was going on, but they said there was a problem with quote unquote, the paperwork. And so we didn't take off until an hour late. We just sat there on the runway for an hour while they were trying to figure out, quote unquote, the paperwork. But the worst. Anyway, we took off. We got back. You know, we, we, we got in. Um, 
the St. Louis to Kansas City thread was smooth sailing entries. You want to talk about lucky? We walked off the plane. We, you know, got my mother-in-law over to um, where the shuttles were. And then she had to, like, you know, walk a pretty decent distance, especially for her. Like, you know, when you're, when, when you're walking with a cane and stuff, it's, it's really brutal. Like, I never appreciated it until I had knee problems, right? Mm. Um, but she had to cross, like, two major, you know, those, you know, those circular things where the taxis pick you up and then the passengers get picked up. And then you have to get to the shuttles to the economy parking. We walked right on, right as the shuttle was getting ready to leave. It let us on, and we didn't slow him down or anything. Like, he just was like, yep, hop on. We hopped on. We were the first exit, got into the car, and made it. Otherwise, Trees, it would have been way longer before I got on to do this show. But, um, but yeah, and now we are back, and I am fucking ready yeah. to sleep in my own bed. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's always the best. The beds were comfortable. The one other thing I would mention is I need to sleep with white noise. I've had this problem at one other vacation where mm. I thought the sounds of the city would be enough, but Cleveland doesn't quite have Chicago's loudness, right? Um, and uh, my brother-in-law plays white noise, which is like, you know, like running water and stuff like that, which I thought was going to be enough, but it wasn't enough for me. And so mm. I needed a true fan and I didn't have one. And previous to this, my wife and I stayed at like one of her relatives summer homes on a lake. And that was just way too still. I didn't sleep any of those nights because it was just too still. And same thing. Like I was struggling to fall asleep every night um, because it was too still. Um, but uh, so I'm looking forward to sleeping tonight. <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, yeah. but I'm not like tired yet. You know what I mean? So He's still going. Yeah, the I'll probably crash hard, but but like I said, adrenaline is still pumping. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Um, but all in all, Cleveland was a lot of fun. Hanging out with my family was a lot of fun. Oh, the other thing was all how many of us were there? There were six of us. Six of us. All six of us had to share one bathroom. Which, when everybody wakes up in the morning, and you know what I'm talking about, like for those of us who are regular who have a routine. That fight for the bathroom could be brutal. That was another reason I definitely woke up as early as I could to, you know, get in my shower, get my routine in, you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so all in all, it was great. Cleveland was great. Um, and uh, we'll talk about him in a, after we do your week. But uh, yeah, I got to give a, a major apology to Scoop Scooperson, who <laughs> I was aware yeah. was from the Cleveland area. And then I never talked to him before I um, before I went. And then he was like, oh, I just heard the show and <laughs> heard that you were out here. And so the two things I definitely want to mention is one, I, um, I didn't do that on purpose. I just, you know went and then forgot about it, but I wasn't going to be able to meet up because I had my family with me, right? Like normally I like to meet up with people. And so because right, I had my you, family yeah. with me, I wasn't going to be able to meet up. The other thing was he talked about, um, oh, Cedar, Cedar Point, the big amusement yeah, park, Cedar Point. which is only an hour away from Cleveland. Um, he recommended it. I would have loved to go to Cedar Point. And there was yeah, a moment where... I was talking to my wife while we were on the flight and I was like, should I just spring the idea of Cedar Point on your family? And I think from both a cost and just, right, just being cognizant of people and, and their abilities and everyone's different ages and stuff like that and, and the plans we had already made, you know, she was like, no, don't 
don't spring that on men. We weren't sure how Autumn was going to be because, like, she enjoyed Disney, but she's been weird about roller coasters ever since I took her on that that heart <laughs> attack-inducing roller coaster yeah. and stuff. So that was why I didn't go to Cedar Point. But I do look forward to someday going back to Cleveland and hopefully bumping into and maybe meeting up with Scoop Scooperson and, of course, um, getting to go to Cedar Point because it looked amazing. Right. So, But... That was my trip. Mm. It was a lot of fun. I am Try. broke. I am fucking broke, my friend. On top of that, I you know we had to pay like seven hundred bucks to board up the dogs for like five days. So oh yeah, that's right. You gotta <sighs> deal with the three the pets, dogs. Man. Three dogs. Yeah. So, um, Jeez. yeah, I'm not looking forward to uh, seeing the credit card bill. Fortunately, we did put away some shekels for this, but uh, I get the feeling my savings account's going to be pretty well yeah. siphoned. When it comes time to pay this all off, it's funny. Well, listen, man, it's worth it. You're worth it to get out there and see some stuff. You know, family vacation is worth it. And if you're ever gonna go drop a mild fortune doing random bullshit mm-hmm. in the city, you could do a lot worse than Cleveland. And I got to be honest with you, I went into it with low expectations, and that was the wrong way to look into it because I thoroughly enjoyed Cleveland from the moment I got off that plane. So yeah. Yeah, it was a very pleasant city um, that was, you know, it's in the Midwest still, but it was not as similar to like Chicago or Kansas City as I initially thought it would be. So, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, but enough about mine. What about your week, sir? What the fuck you been up to? Uh, uh, nothing. Yeah, top that. No. <laughs> How you like that? Who can beat Cleveland? No one. Oh, and happy 40th birthday to my brother. <laughs> happy 40th, buddy. So, but, um, uh, yeah, what you been up to? Yeah, I mean, I mean, nothing much around here, buddy. Nothing much, you know, still just fishing and, and catching frogs and, and, you know, family-wise, that's pretty much it. School's ending. Still, our, our kids are still in school, Fred. That's <laughs> right, man. You guys are like... <laughs> So this is our last week of that. So okay. that's winding down. I think Chicago so, we would get done the first we, we would wrap up like around June seventh. So you guys are just mm-hmm. a little later than us in Chicago. In Kansas though, yeah, you're out by like mm-hmm. May fifteenth. Yeah. So no, they're still they're still hanging in there. They got I think my daughter's got like a day left, half a day. Um but whatever. It's like summertime now. And yeah. um you know. <clears throat> And uh, the word of the day, Fred, is uh, procrastination. <laughs> because that's what I've been doing probably since last time we talked, last show. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I have still yet to have a whatnot show. You see? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's been going on two weeks now. My buddy's like, uh, isn't it like two weeks and you got to do something within two weeks? I'm like, do I? I don't know. I didn't read the fine print, but, uh, <laughs> so it, it might've already passed by the time we, uh, we put this show up, but yeah, if you suddenly see trees doing a red alert tweet, <laughs> well, well, here's the deal. Oh, okay. Uh, I scheduled, I finally scheduled something. Oh, here we go. Monday at 8 30 PM. So this will go out on Friday. So that's plenty of time. Yep. So, people will get it, and then by Monday, 
at 8.30 p.m. I will have... That is 8.30 p.m. Eastern, correct? That's right. So here's what I did. Uh, I did what we call uh, taking our foot off the brake. Whereas (laughs) uh, I just went... You know, because before I was procrastinating, right, because of my nerves, and I went, well, I got all these pops. And I'm like, well, you know what, fuck it. Worst come to worst, I just sell them on eBay. It's like, like a, it's like a little out in the back of your head, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I said to myself, and my wife's been very encouraging. She, she, You know, we talked about last night, she made me a little spreadsheet to keep track of stuff. And then, you know, then I realized, I was like, oh, I, I got to get some, like, packing shit. You know what I mean? Like, I got to... Do some shit here. So yeah, you got to be ready to I send said, out all those hot sales you're gonna make. And I'm not being wow. snarky either. I'm being honest. I said to myself, "All right, I'm going to just do stuff where it, it's like I'll have no choice, right?" Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like even in my head, I'm still procrastinating, but I am cruising towards the moment. You see, um. So I had some stuff. Where's my Where's my camera, Fred? Where's my camera for you? Oh, here I had we go. some stuff. I've had some stuff done where it's like there's no looking back now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no where am I here? There you we go. You said foot off the brake. So let's see. I had these delivered this week. All right. I had these guys delivered this week, Fred. See where your box here. Mm-hmm. Look at oh, that. I love it. Stickers. Those are dope. Look at that. I like those stickers. Yeah. And they look so they look very good quality. They're not bad. So I got I got a bunch of stickers, right? Full box of them. Right? So I got tree stickers. And then someone tipped me off, right? To a custom poster uh company. Okay. Yeah? And I said, well, you know, I'm gonna need a backdrop for my, my setup. Right? Absolutely. So then, uh, oh my god. Okay, so here we go. Okay. Oh, that is awesome. Look at, <laughs> look at that. That is good. I like that. Yeah, I'm going ham. Damn. So I got yeah. That's good quality oh, yeah. too. Jesus. Every time I get stuff, I must go too cheap. My shit looks horrible. My custom stuff from online retailers. Well, you no, know it's funny about this because they blew this up so big. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see it on the camera. Probably not. So, but on this black part right here, yeah, right, you can see the grid from the Forza oh. design grid. You can see right, because that's up. how you got that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's high detail. Yeah. So that's that, Fred. So I have uh, I have my poster. I have stickers. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh, boxes. I bought a scale. Uh, yeah, I'm just going off. I'm like, there's no turning back now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No turning back. So it is what it is. You know, I'm building a music playlist of my glory days from my 20s. Because, you know, you have to have music playing. Of course you do. Yes. So, yeah, that's, 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 that's quickly approaching, buddy. You know, this is what it is. So... Yeah, we will have links up, but Monday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. If nothing else, listeners come. We just hang out like we're hanging out here. 
and you go. joke around except you know it'll just be me talking to myself but people seem to like that too you know and then fred <laughs> and then i was on whatnot the other day right and uh i seen i seen a pop and i thought of you right so okay. i bought this pop you know in 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 spirit of you all right because i'm trying to win you oh over boy, here. here we go so pops do a funny thing right uh they do venomized right which is oh. they take popular characters and then they make them like venom oh boy right so you'll have like you have you know venomized iron man or yeah. venomized she hulk right so they do this thing then they also do another thing with a they deadpool characters i have right? seen yeah somebody told me about gwenpool i've never seen it but i've heard of her Right, so there's a Gwenpool, there's like a Bob Ross. Oh, that's Deadpool. <laughs> there's all types of weird Deadpools. Okay. And then I seen a mix, Fred, of all those things together. So this is breaking like even the the they're going one layer deeper. You okay. understand? Now my interest is this peaked. is this is venomized Gwenpool. Oh my god. <laughs> so there is wow. I can't even tell the the species of that thing. <laughs> that thing looks crazy. It's okay. crazy. Yeah. No, okay. There is a female in there. You can tell. So it's a venomized Gwenpool. So they went, so I got a whole, it's a GameStop exclusive apparently. Oh, okay. So, but ain't that hilarious? That is. And she's holding, she's holding a little pink cell phone. In case. <laughs> Love it. So, um. Yeah, I thought of you. And yeah, like, boy, that thing looks cool. I'm going deep with this one. This one's like like four things in one. That's that's or dope. Not. Yeah, I realize like it's for random stuff like that that I'm not too familiar with. I definitely need to like jump in the comics and mm -hmm. look at those because like I have the Marvel Unlimited and I, I'll bet it's in there. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Venomized Gwenpool. I wonder if that's yeah, even who knew? like... A thing, or is it just well, something they did? The pops? Meaning, like, yeah, know. is it just the popper? No. Yeah, it was a comp pool of. It uh, looked like it pool. might have actually happened. Oh, I mean, I'm opening, opening muffins. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'll have I'm, to look um, into that. But I do believe. Okay, yes, she did at one point get venomized. I'm looking at it on Marvel.com. So okay, I'll have to look into that. Um, but was it, back to the pop. But, what? But that was Gwen. Gwen Stacy. Was it Gwen that no, got venomized? No. So there is a. You know how they do the multiverse stuff. Yeah. So Gwenpool is actually Gwendolyn Pool, and that's how she becomes oh, Gwenpool. And then gotcha. she went. She's apparently she's from Earth seven one six two eight, but I've never watched enough. But but yeah, so it's not Gwen Stacy. It's Gwendolyn oh, okay. Poole, and then she, she's who got venomized. But Gwen Poole was her own, um, like, series. Yeah. And then there is this crazy cover I'm looking at right now. It looks like Gwen Poole 13, and mm. it says venomized. And, yeah, that's when mm. she gets venomized. So. <clears throat> right. Well, I got the pop. That pop yeah. looks dope. You know? And, it uh, really does. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, she's got the you know, drums and everything too. Actually, okay, 
Now you got yeah, she has a drumstick in one hand. She has a she has a cell phone in the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in all, in, in a oh. myriad. You've brought up a myriad of interests in this. Uh, this <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Thing, this so is I'll have like, to take a look at that. That's what I'm saying. They just they mix it all together. <laughs> and also, I saw this pop on Instagram. I wanted this. I forgot to send it to you. I knew you were on vacation, so I didn't want to send you. But I thought this was cute just because we were talking about this last week. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Where is it? I'm going to send it to my uh, phone if it goes through. See if it goes through. Anyways, Fred, that's been – honestly, um, my week has sort of been um, full of full of um, that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that has consumed like my day, you know? And so, maybe we talk about Prince that John week? and Hiss. I forgot about yeah. Hiss. Like I remembered Hiss was there, but I forgot. Like, yeah. Anyway, but that's a great little pop right there. Yes, I that is. Find that. That is. That's fantastic. Crack. You know. Um. So yeah, again, Mondays, eight thirty. I, I kind of put it in my Instagram description now. Uh. I feel fun. I feel funny about making a whatnot post, mm-hmm. only because this is all in my head. But it's like you know, I started that that Instagram page, and I'm up to like 225 followers, and I've been yeah. really active on it. You know what I'm saying? And then I feel funny all of a sudden being like, "Hey, guess what? Now I'm on whatnot," because I feel it feels like. Which I guess sounds like is, synergy right? to me, but I don't know. But yeah, I feel like it's like, oh, this guy got us to follow him. Now he's trying to sell us shit. Ah, uh, that's how I, I feel. see that. You know yes. what I'm saying? So I just put it in my profile, and I said, okay. uh, you know, whatnot streams every. I'm going to try to do Mondays at eight thirty. I'm going to try kind of like a podcast here on for the most part Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to make that like a, a set thing. You know. Because I think that's what you kind of have to do. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. And, and down the road. And we'll see. Like I said, I have like 100 pops right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I figured when I start out, I'll just do like 15 at a time till I get sort of my feet wet. You know what I mean? And, fig- you know, and uh, who knows? And by then, by the time you start running through some of them, all right, a few weeks in, I will be able to tell if this is something I want to keep doing or if I just want to run out my pops and uh, close this chapter. But I think show-wise, right? Yeah. Must It's a fun little, it's a fun little beginning and end of a journey, right, that we've started here. Absolutely. I goofing around and talking about it on this show, and now I've made it a thing. So... And Just, yes, I, yeah. I'm eager to see how this goes. I have high hopes. Inspiring <laughs> people left and right, I am. But um, yeah, you know that's that's really it, Fred. That's really it. And the rest has been gaming. Really, I, I have been playing maybe not a variety of games, but I've definitely played played a lot of a lot of games this this week. A lot of gaming. Okay. I did watch the Xbox uh, thingy. Yes. Yes. If we want to. Oh, well, real quick. Yeah, we do the little. Because this kind of goes together. We did have a listener mail, so I want to do that real quick. Yes. Um, Yes. Please do. This does come in from Scoop Scooperson. Um, 
And he writes, uh, demo question for the show. Oh, and I hope he doesn't mind. He did give his name. So he got, his name's Jason. <laughs> he goes by Scoop Scooperson on Twitter. So I'm hoping he's okay with that. But um, he says, demo question for the show. I've noticed recently on demos, uh, on demos in newer games, Diablo 4, they called it a beta, Final Fantasy 16, mm-hmm. and Ghost Trick, that you play the very beginning of the game and your save and stats transfer over. Do you think this should be the industry standard moving forward on demos? And would or does this entice you guys to play more demos for Final Fantasy mean, 16? Oh, sorry. Does he mean Ghostwire? Ghost Trick is an old DS game, right? Yeah, Ghost Trick is coming back out. They are re-releasing okay. it on um, con- modern That's consoles. Right. That's right. Never mind. Continue. No, so you're right. <laughs> it threw me for a second. And I was like, does he mean Ghostwire or is the Ghost Trick's an old game? All nope. Right. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo uh, is its own thing with no demo. Yep, yep, yep. No, but anyway. I gotcha. Um, uh, does this entice you guys to play more demos for, for like Final Fantasy 16? If, if, um, if it's a game you're going to get one day anyway, do you play the demo so you can get a head start? early on a game knowing you don't have to replay it or are you only going to play the demo on games you're on the fence about thanks for taking the time to answer and trees good luck with the funko pops i think once you do one show to knock off your nerves you'll do Mm -hmm. great you seem like a natural for it so see see we bring a full circle support support i love it i love the support because you know um at work yo you guys, I, I love telling telling you guys, you, you're my podcast family, and mm-hmm. you're encouraging. We encourage each other. My family, my wife is encouraging. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My East Coast coworkers, <laughs> not so much. Not so much. Okay. Dude, you fucking selling Funkos? <laughs> it's fucking stupid, dude. Don't buy those. They're putting them in landfills. You know, it's like, thanks, man. And then, of course, they tell. And then they tell everybody, they're like, "Dude, zero, one star, dude. I'll be there. I'll be there, dude. One okay. star." Wow. Yeah. So I got that deal. With. There's busted so balls, like, and then there's what you just described. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, am I at work or Thanksgiving? I can't fucking tell. <laughs> so it's like, it's like you know, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's just that sort of. It's the ball busting, but maybe not really either, right? Because people are just pricks, so it's like, oh, God. So I got that level of anxiety, too, where it's like, oh, God, the guys at work know now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I got that level. But if you get on there and show it doesn't phase you, especially once you start moving them Funkos. It's like, dude, I will drop the band hammer so quick. I will fucking kick all you fuckers out of my room. There you go. Um but anyways, yes, thank you. Thank you for that encouragement. It means a lot. Yep. So friendly reminder, we'll put it in the notes. 8.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Monday, Next yeah, Monday. Monday. That would be the 19th of June. The 19th. Juneteenth, so, actually. Juneteenth, Which I didn't yeah, really think when I made it. It's like Father's Day yeah. weekend and Juneteenth. There you go. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually in whatnot right now. I think... If you scroll, if you follow me, Funko underscore trees, and then you look at your followed host or whatever, I, you can see my my show is there. It's like scheduled, so you can bookmark it. 
And oh, then, perfect. Uh, you know, actually doing that right. Then now. I got to. Uh, did I think they have like um, private streams you can do? Mm-hmm. And so I think you can use those to like test your setup and stuff. So I got getting coach with my wife and do like a test test stream because I want to use my my uh, podcast and mic here as like the mic for the show. I don't know. I figured it all out. Anyways, I'm sorry. Derailed demos. Demo. Question about yeah, demos. Yeah, so how do you feel about these demos where you play the beginning of the game <clears throat> and your saves and stats come over? So like, for example, I did the Diablo 4 beta. And so yeah, that's not apparently even when I start good. up, uh, I'll be on level 20. Will you? Well. I, I think... Wasn't that, one that had just to get the backpack yeah. or something? That one did just have unlocks. Yeah, but I see his point. I, I do see his point. I um, I know Final Fantasy, you do carry over. It's a straight I think this. I think this carrying the saves, saves over. That was an old thing that was always done on the uh, Nintendo games. Like the DS demos and shit started that. I remember that, that. yeah. And, yeah, uh, like which Bravely really, Default, I think, did that. Yes, that was like yeah. one of the ones, but it was even older ones that I remember would, would save you shit. Um, you know what? It, the, my gaming style right now, mm-hmm. I kind of don't like it because most likely I'm starting the game over. By the time I get to play the real one, I'm mm-hmm. probably starting it over anyways. Over. But I, okay. I do like games that look at your saves and know you've played it mm-hmm. and you get shit. Like I, I'm more of a sucker for like uh, that kind, of, like unlocks and stuff for playing the demo. Like, hey, we have seen you play the demo. Has some skins, <laughs> right? Like yeah, or like the stuff you know? that like Diablo gave. Yeah. Yes, I, I the, the, only because of my playstyle. Because I know some people play the demo mm-hmm. and then they go the, that next week when it comes out and they fucking buy it and they can't wait to play. It. I'm not like that, right? It's like six months later I might get to it. <laughs> And be yeah. like, I don't, I don't remember this fucking game. So, well, so I think to answer my side of that, actually, I think I am more likely to play a demo knowing that I can carry it over, especially if I can skip the beginning. Especially, although, and this is kind of what I wanted to expand on and, and get your opinion on. But yes, I could, I could say that that would entice me to do it more. Um, but before we get to something I wanted your opinion on and where I go with that, I do want to preface this with I th- still think the strongest form of a demo is a vertical slice where you really get a feel for a game, right? Like there are certain, I think of the 360 days where like certain demos were really solid at giving you a hint of the game. Now, they, they- curated experience for you instead of just letting you play the first hour yes yes and i a a good i'm trying to think of which one was it was it fear i think it was the original fear maybe Mm. it was condemned also those had like solid demos where you play them and they give you a a semi feel for it there were they're also funny um it's funny you're mentioning this just because something i played this week has that going for it oh okay well, then we'll bring this up in a, we'll, when you bring up your but game. But finish what um, you say. I'm just saying it's kind of funny you mentioned it because something I'm going to talk about does exactly what you're saying you like. Yeah, and uh, there were some cool demos back in the day where you wouldn't, like it wasn't in the main game, 
right? You'd only mm, play yeah, this right. because it was in the demo. Um, so I still think that's strongest, but a lot of games would come out hot or the team just didn't feel like there was a good way to do a vertical slice. I'm looking at you too, human. If you're gonna make me play the beginning of the game, you should carry that over. <laughs> um, mm. Definitely. So, and I think games are getting, right? Games are coming out far from complete day one. So if they don't have any time to put on the demo, and right. especially I think demos are going to get more lazy, if I want to say it that way. Um, with things like E3 going away, they're, they're not going to do a curated demo anymore. And so it's going to be more rare, especially because they don't even have one for the show floor. That's what they do a lot of the times, right? They do a curated demo and then they just dump it online uh, later on. And so I, I do think that's another part of it. Um, but all in all, yeah, I do like them. Um, I have a tendency to play them a little sooner than Trees is talking about. But to that end, what I was going to ask you, Trees, was... Um, oh, where was I going with this? Um, oh, do those demos if they intrigue you, right? Do those entice you more? So maybe you're not sure if you want to play Final Fantasy 16 at all, or maybe you know you want to play Final Fantasy 16, but the demo's there. So do you play it now? And if it's really good, has it ever like swayed you to be like, okay, actually, I knew I wanted to play this game, but now I want to play this game now? Absolutely. Okay. And it's also done the opposite. Yeah, where oh, I've been sure. psyched and been like, and been like, ooh, we happy few. Nah, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that didn't work my... out the way I thought. <laughs> so, yeah, it has, you know, it's probably I can see why it's risky, sure, for the developers to do it because you are like gambling. But um, yeah, I've I've definitely played games where I'm like, oh, this wasn't on my radar, and now it is. Kind of like one of the games we're going to talk about. I mean, everything you're saying right now is, is something that I it's did. All just, it's just just prepping for all this. So, so. well, yeah, yeah definitely, so, definitely. So, yeah, thanks for, um, thanks for the question. If you want to give a question, um, he actually used our website. So you can go to gaminghistory101.com forward slash contact. You can send us a question. Or, of course, you can um, at me or trees on Twitter or contact at gaminghistory101.com. I'm sure there's people out there at this point who are not familiar with my old retro website. And so they're like, why is the video game purist email contact at gaminghistory101.com? And the answer to that is that I do not remember exactly how I set up email forwarding to my private email address. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to have to relearn it. So I'm just going to keep that one. Um, so, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so there you have it. Um, all right. So here's the question. Do we, we're probably gonna, cause we're going to have to do a little bit shorter of a show here and we're going to wrap up probably in the next hour or so. Do you want to talk about some of the stuff that was in some of these showcases or do you want to just jump to gaming? I don't have very much to talk about on the gaming front. I just played one. Well, game, we can, so. we can mention the show. I mean, we don't have to do what we do with PlayStation and go through every single thing. Oh, so you're, um, I see how it is. You're such a PlayStation fan that we don't go through the Xbox. No, so I'm just it was funny that I went on my little pro like love fest with PlayStation uh -huh. last show. And then the, the Xbox showcase comes out and uh, they did show some awesome stuff. 
Oh, they which do. I'm psyched because again, I'm not picking a side. I'm on. I have both systems, so I right. want so everyone to wins. play on yeah. both of them. Um, but it, without a doubt, uh, the Xbox has been in a very long dry spell. So oh, yeah. hopefully, with all this stuff coming out, because uh, I've seen a lot of stuff that I thought was wicked. I thought I see some stuff that I, I, not for me, but a lot of stuff that was that was really cool. You know what I mean? So yes. I'm excited. So you know, there was a. Yeah, I saw a couple of things. Uh, I think I'm gonna mention them real quick. Do you do you yeah. remember like the stuff that really grabbed your interest? Because um, um, if you don't, I, mean, I can just tell you what I saw. So I, I can't think of them in order of the show, right? Because I'm it's getting a little jumbled. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I like that. Um, that sort of game that felt like it was a little bit like on the bayou there and had the big skeleton guy playing the blues. Oh yeah. It, it had a, oh, it had a paper crafty, like um, wooden doll sort of animation, like stop animation. Look. Yeah. That it. was um, South of midnight. South of midnight. And they had another which, game too. Wait, that's compulsion games, which is interesting. That's your, we happy few. Guys. Motherfuckers. Yeah. And they have that other game. Don't, are they doing Clockwork Revolution? Clockwork Revolution. Am I crazy, or did they have two games? They might have had two. Which games. seems more in the We Happy Few vein. Probably. As as, uh, Compulsion of Note also did a non We Happy Few. They they also did. It was a PlayStation launch game. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, Compulsion Games. Did um, yeah, a, a looked, single player one? The Clockwork Revolution. I do remember that. Right, it looks very Bioshocky. Um, but that's actually In Exile yeah. is who did that. Okay, one. that's so right. In Exile, great RPG developers. Can't wait to see what that's about. Um, well, that just shows you how much people miss Bioshock. That's all. I think to a certain that extent, o- you're correct. That other people have to make a Bioshock. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. You know, and, and granted, this seems more. Um, uh, well, in Compulsion Games, again, with We Happy Few, there was some, right, there was some thoughts that that would be very Bioshock-esque, and it definitely was not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen the the Fable. I mean, all these Fable were looked really the good most, to me. These were all cinematic trailers, for the most part, using an in-game engine. But, um, like, Fable looked look good, looked like a different, the scope of it seems bigger, and uh, expanding the Fable, you know. Obviously, it was like a Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah, Fable looked Fable looked dope. That'll be a day one for me. Um, um, I'm not huge on Forza, but I can definitely see why others were. I, I in my weird old sim age, uh, the sim games were... I see that City Skylines too, and I'm like, oh, hmm. <laughs> Is it time for me to try a city builder? Right. You know, I tried City Skylines 1. It was like, nope. But who knows? Who knows? That looked, you know, I am very well versed, Fred, in boring sim games with exciting trailers. <laughs> I and will I, tell you, I'm City Skylines. It. I love it. City Skylines is pretty cool. So, um, and uh, the flight sim looked, you know, they, they really sure. stepped that up. Sure. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> but I mean, you know, they showed that. Uh, um, let's just, you know, of course, Senua Saga looked awesome. Hellblade 2. Um, I should play that first one. 
Yeah, and it won't be out this year. We, you know, we discovered it was in 2024 with that, which is fine. Um, and yes, I actually recently, I played that the day it came out, like um, Senna was Sacrifice. And so I want to go back and replay one? that. Yes. I played that day one on a PlayStation 4. And so I want to go back and oh. replay it now that it's on Game Pass and I can get it on PC. Looking all dazzling. They've since added, right, like HDR, ray tracing, those all on, kinds um, of fun stuff. Those aren't horror games, right? No, but she does have um, some psychological stuff going on. Right, so I remember yeah. that. Yeah, but it's not a horror game. I wouldn't say it's a horror okay. game. So. I didn't really like that trailer. Not that, and when I say I don't like it, not because it was bad. I didn't like it because it was creeping me out with all the voices <laughs> yes. and shit. I was like, she, oh, God. she, she struggles with um, some some mental issues. So um, yes, I, I know that. So I knew what it was. I just didn't like it. I was just yeah. like, I don't like that whispery shit. Oh yeah. Um, well, they're all because they're all like right. They're all probing her, trying to get mm-hmm. answers from her, and that is you know what it's kind of like to be in her head. Um, when you play yes. the the game. Whenever you play this game, Trees, regardless of where you play it, put headphones into the controller and yeah, play yeah. it that way. And yeah, she'll, especially on PlayStation, I don't think Xbox does it unless you have the special, you know, positional headphone stuff. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. you'll you'll hear the whispering all mm-hmm. around you. Actually, surround sound works as well if you happen to have a 5.1 setup. Yep. But yeah. Um, 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 when is... Is it time yet for Atlas to just rename themselves the Persona Company or something? <laughs> Is that what they should just do and just? I mean, Sega is definitely pushing Atlas? them forward with all that. Um, Jesus Christ! But they show like four Persona Five games or something. Yeah, I was like, what's going were, on? There was, was like the a TV one. one. They're remaking one, yeah. Persona Three, and then they've got that. Yeah, they did Metaphor. Did so then they had a new game. That look like Persona. Yeah, metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, um, I don't know. I seen some samey stuff like Avowed or whatever that was. Avowed looked um, samey. There was some. Yeah. Well, a couple of the things I that jumped out at me was um, I wanted to like Still Wakes the Deep, but then I found out it was the Chinese Room, and after playing um, Amnesia Machine for Pigs and Everyone's Gone to the Rapture, I don't think I can give Chinese Room another chance. Maybe if it comes out to just glowing, it's for everyone reviews, I'll give them another chance, but until Why, then... Are they, are they the Amnesia people? No, they did, um, oh. A Machine for Pigs. Only one of they the did Amnesia the second games. One. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And A Machine for Pigs was a different game. It was not... It was. A horror. Well, it was, but it was a different kind of horror. Uh, game, yes, so. I know. People don't. Um, Trees, I got to know, though. Yeah. Were you just amused to high hell how much they were trying not to show off what's-his-face's uh, Ichiban's Wang in the Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth trailer? Dude, it made me so sad watching that <laughs> because <laughs> me and my gaming fucking habits mm-hmm. – do you remember I was into that? Yeah. Like a dragon. And yeah. then like I got sidetracked. Granted, there was a lot to that game. Yes. There's, there's a lot going on um, to like get through. But if you remember, I love that guy. Oh, yeah. Like he is the most f- likable. I think I said it back then. Like he's the most likable video game character ever made. Like he's <laughs> like we throw the word lovable around. That dude... That character is like your 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 friend. 
Like when you mm-hmm. play that game, you're like, I love this guy. This guy's hilarious. Yeah. Kind of stupid and kind of stu- stupid. You know what I mean? And uh yeah, his when I watched that trailer, like that personality from the mm-hmm. first game, like, is just overflowing. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I forgot about this dude. I love this dude. So yeah, I was it was an awesome trip, and I don't know what's going on there. So no, he just wakes up naked on a beach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clearly in America, and I'm yes. like, is this so? Is this a? This ain't like a time warp thing. I'm trying to think. No, the first one was modern, so yeah. it was like some weird shit. No, someone just like drugged them and fucking dropped them off on beach in America. So, yep. yeah, this should be. Uh, and the name's great too. Yeah, infinite wealth. Yeah. <laughs> Infinite Wealth. Yeah, I need to go back and play. The first one's still on, like, I believe it's still on Game Pass. And if not, I think it it's on Yeah, I think all the Yakuza Plus. games are still on Game Pass. I, there's no promise they'll be there forever, but yeah, they're definitely Fuck, still on Game back. Pass. And you know Sega's going to just drop their, you know, they usually are on sale for like, you know, between five and ten bucks. You know Sega's mm-hmm. going to drop that price right before they drop it from Game Pass if they pull them. For now, they're going to mm-hmm. just keep them going. Um. And uh, so the only other ones, so it's not to say that the, there weren't other good games, because um, there were, but mm-hmm. the the third party ones that definitely jumped out to me as well was, um, there was Star Wars Outlaws, which we got to see a oh, lot yeah. more of in the Ubisoft Connect, Yes, which mm-hmm. that game just has a lot of promise to me. I think that game mm-hmm. looks like it could be very good. It has um, a good look to it. It's going to be fucking huge, though. has a good logo. Yeah, Love it does. That's a good logo. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that. Um, the other one was, um, I don't even really know what it's about, and I need to go deeper with the Capcom one, but that Kinutsugami Path of the Goddess, that looked yeah, that crazy looks, as hell. It looked, um, it looked like a different take on... Because it's Capcom, right? So yeah. it looked like a different take on Okami. Sure. Right? You look like at one point they she or whoever it was swung their sword around almost like a paintbrush and it turned mm-hmm. all the monsters back into like people like allies. Yep. Yeah. And I do so it had a, a very Okami feel. Like she turned the, the gate, you know what I mean? She turned it into a regular gate by so I think that's the mechanic of that, it seems like. Mm-hmm. You're ridding so yeah, that looked cool. Yeah, I was I was very pleased with that. Um, uh, b- b- Jusant, which was that don't nod. Um, it's it, it's they say it's oh, like a fantasy platformer. That? Yeah, <laughs> and I really loved Remember Me, which was mm. I think don't nod's last time they did something like that. This is definitely not in any way, shape, or form Remember Me, but like mm-hmm. where it's like exploration, platforming, style, stylized, and it's this fall, right? So, and I believe that's on Game Pass. I think these all were on Game Pass. So. Yeah, there was a lot of first day <clears throat> Game Pass type stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. And then the last one I have to mention, and I think I'm back in day one, uh, September 26th, baby, fucking Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. I that looked awesome is that a separate game or is that an add-on that's an expansion so i should just restart everything (laughs) i mean you're gonna need to finish cyberpunk i I think before you play this and idris elba's in it which was another thing i love him so yep yeah it looks good i i'm i'm i was never a cyberpunk 
uh, hater. I never jumped on that bandwagon. I just thought it looked kind of cool. And it was awesome when I played it. Like, all the shit got worked out by the time I gave it a go. Yeah, I remember, so, like, not loving it in the beginning, but then it really grew on me, if you recall. Like, and going yeah. to the end of that, yeah, was awesome. And, so, and, then, and then, obviously, Starfield was a big, big deal, um, which looks great. And I have but, not gotten a chance to watch that extended gameplay of Starfield, but I did watch the trailer, of <clears> course. Yeah, so. I... I just uh, I I do love reading the comments mm-hmm. and um and seeing like um it's like a drinking game like how far can I go down people trying not to say um No Man's Sky because no one mentions No Man's Sky not once right. yeah no one in the comments people are like this is amazing this is uh, finally finally we get the to explore, so, and I'm just like, so no one's gonna mention No Man's Sky, I guess. No one. No, right? Yeah. Game journalists, uh, Todd Howard, no one. No one's gonna say it's an inspiration or nothing. They're just gonna act like this game doesn't exist. Cool. Even the yeah. animals walking around look like No Man's Sky, fucking creatures. You know, yeah. from yeah. the crabs, I mean, crab-looking things to the big horse. I mean, I'm like. Here's the thing. It's a like, different I feel beast, like, but... I, but I feel like No Man's Sky's influence, and and to, I, I'm sorry to say, Starfield has always looked to me like Bethesda goes, well, what if we did No Man's Sky? And it wasn't, I don't even think they stole No Man's Sky's concept. It's just somebody beat them to the punch. And see, No Man's mm-hmm. Sky came out poorly, right? So at yes. first, Todd Howard and his crew are like, well, we'll just keep going with it, right? Because this wasn't well-received. And then <laughs> Sean Murray in the excellent you know people over uh, i'm blanking on that development happy uh, yeah hello games hello games. hello games they kept bringing it they just kept re- revitalizing yeah. it and revitalizing it and now that game is enchanted. there's another expansion yes there's another expansion coming out and then it's like but then i just love when todd howard's talking about it he's like we even have mining in this show like <laughs> The guy's out yeah. like a rock, and I'm like, hmm, all right. I guess no one's saying it. All right. Right. All right, so, whatever. And I mean, I don't want to, um, because our time is limited this week, the only other two things I'll say is I watched um, a lot of things. Uh, I need to rewatch the Capcom showcase. I was 48 ounces of Mountain Dew Deep. Yeah, and yeah. all I seem to remember was all of the gushing about Dragon's Dogma 2 at the end, right? Oh, um, boy, okay. So, but that definitely piqued my interest. Um, Ubisoft, I was sober for, or at least, if not 100% sober, close to it. Um, and I have to tell you, that new Prince of Persia looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a pretty much full price game. It's 50 bucks. So that is not a DLC type game that's not going to hinder me but i think that might be bigger than people were some people were thinking Mm. i also think assassin's creed mirage is them going yo let's reboot assassin's creed without rebooting assassin's creed right like they get their cake and eat it too because they just basically were like well what if we assassin's creed won but today (laughs) right like that's what that is um Mm. but I think I'm day one on that, Trees. I love the original Assassin's Creed one. I did you know, too. And going back to it, you know, I'm not going to say something foolish like it's better than two. Um, sorry, Assassin's Creed one is better than two. 
but I think I adore Altair's story as much as Ezio's for completely different reasons. I think I like both those games equally. Hmm. So I'm not making a judgment on which game's better than the other. I could probably completely agree with two came back more polished. It was a stronger sequel. It had a better protagonist. So it's a better game. But better doesn't always like win me over, right? Like I'll I'll concede two is a better game, but I I will have to say I think I like both games equally. So, but um, but yeah, there was there was just a lot to like. But uh, the reason I bring all this up is circling back to Outlaws, Star Wars Outlaws. Like even when she, you know, did you watch the Ubisoft one with the longer demo? Nope. Okay. Nope, I only watched the showcase. So they do a long, they do a, a mission for you. And so we see everything trees and I'll just, I'll just say it very briefly, but we see her go in. She talks to a quest giver. She gets given a quest. She goes into an area. She starts with stealth, right? And, and my brother-in-law was like, he was like, oh God, it's going to be a stealth game. I don't want my Star Wars game to be a stealth game. She's sneaking around. She takes out a couple people, but then she's seen and all shit goes crazy. You see the, the red signs everywhere and laser blasts all around her. And so she has to improvise and she starts, it's more of like a cover base shooter. She's blasting people away. She's, uh, you know, utilizing her, um, her little guy Rex or whatever to like help her in combat. And then she gets the thing she needs and then she sneaks out of there. And then it's a little more kind of like Assassin's Creed where she's getting out of there and she's taking out stormtroopers and various other things that are going after her. But it's more of like action and in an open world. Like she leaves the area she was in and then she's in like an open world of the map. And then she hops on her scooter and she ends up back in the hub. But again, not a hub world. Like it's just an open world. Like she's just on the surface of this planet. You know what I mean? But Mm. I think it looked like fast travel, but they didn't bring up the map and everything. You know what I mean? And then she goes up and she tries to make the deal. She gets to pick who to turn the quest into. There were two people to turn the quest into and she picks the person who's going to give her more money. But then the empire comes out an empire leader and wants to tax her on it. And so she chooses not to do that. And so then she has to go on the run from the Empire and she gets in her ship and takes off trees, just like No Man's Sky. She like takes mm. off on the ground and she goes into space and then does No Man's Sky. And then the coolest part is she goes, she she has to track it, right? She has to set her coordinates and track it, kind of like in the in the game or in the movies, but she doesn't actually like, you know, it's not there's no gameplay elements to it. And after like 30 seconds. She's able to track it and go into light speed. And we actually see like the stars bend and everything like in light speed and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then it just, it does like a quick, it, I'm guessing there's a loading screen, but they cut it for this, you know, demo. And then she's in the atmosphere of another planet and she can fly around there and then she can land and there's no loading between those, right? She'd just enter its atmosphere mm-hmm. and land on the planet and then she can run around. And so that's like the influences of No Man's Sky, you know, that just exists in certain games now. And I'd like to see even more of them. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's mm-hmm. way better than like what you're saying where, you know, it's pretty clear that Starfield is, I mean, it's borking at least a decent chunk of right. <laughs> what No it, Man's it, Sky is doing. Right. It, Not borking, li- but stealing. It's, it's, it's borrowing a little too much. I mean, No Man's Sky is definitely a more passive game and, and Starfield's more Fallout, uh, you know, yeah, it's definitely got like type. yeah, it's more action 
heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're, you know, it's very chill. You know, No Man's Sky is very mm-hmm. chill. They're different games for sure. Mm-hmm. But the influence is there, and it's just funny that no one mentions it ever. Yep. You can't find anybody to even say it. Yeah. Very strange to me. But anyways, that's it was a good it was a good showcase. I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of good stuff. I still need to go back and review more of the Jeff Keeley, you know, key three or whatever people called it. Mm-hmm. And um I need to go back and um rewatch Capcom, definitely. And I I maybe should watch that longer Starfield demo, although I don't know. I I just don't even know if I'm that into Starfield. Um, so I was never that into No Man's Sky, right? And if it's right, really that right, similar, right. like, you it's know. Just, it's just not a good thing. The good news is, and I think what we're kind of hinting at is whether we talked about a game you really like or not, like there were some gems like Forza and Payday 3 we didn't really talk about. Like mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's something for everyone pretty much hands down out of these oh, yeah. showcases. There's, so, so good. But, good time to game. All right. Well, then I think I'm going to... Let's see. Hold on. Sorry, I just want to notate that. I didn't write down what time we started talking about it. So, all right. Well, then I'll make this pretty quick. Um, there's actually two games I've been playing, but this probably won't take long. So first and foremost, I want to mention I've been playing Marvel's Midnight Suns. Oh, yeah. The old standby. Yeah, although I've really, it's it's kind of like become my number one game. Like, right. meaning it's what I want to play. I even put, I, I've been replaying Miles Morales. And I, mm-hmm. I think you had said you wanted to play Miles Morales. I wanted it, yeah, I'm going to get to that soon. Okay. So whether you, uh, are you going to talk about it this week? You can just yes, no me. No, no, okay. no, I haven't played it yet, so. So I was, I got pretty far into that game the second time, but I'm doing New Game Plus. So like all my stuff's already unlocked and all that mm. makes the missions a lot easier. Um, but I, I full, it pulled me midnight suns, which I was struggling to stay. Like it was more of like a routine thing, you know, kind of like, a, like I was enjoying the game, but it was like, get on, spend an hour, play a mission, do a couple of things. And instead now it's pulling me away from miles Morales. I full blown dead stopped that game three quarters of the way through the campaign and said, I'll get back to it. Mm. Um, and the reason why was. Much like other games, Marvel's Midnight Sun really opens up as you get further in the campaign. And I understand that there are people who are like, yeah, you could have mainlined it way faster than the 20 hours it took you, Fred. But I disagree because you have to get used to a lot of these systems. Once you get going and those systems are second nature, the game opens up a lot, but you have to get used to like the routine. First of all, the routine that there's a day and a night cycle and the routine that like you build relationships, you talk to people, you have all these different things you grind out, right? Like there's some digital currency where you can basically like open packs to get new cards. And then there's a fusion system where you can make the cards better or you can make your own cards. And then there's like a merging system and then there's like a bonus system and then there's like a passive system and then there's like sub missions, meaning you can send people on passive missions you're not there for, but then you reap benefits from. And then there's like exploring the grounds. And then there's like talking to people with like a lot of the, 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 the actual like dialogue trees. 
and who to talk to and when and what um, clubs you want to join and who you want to work with. And then, of course, there is the actual action portion where you do all the strategy stuff. Right, right, and right. Yeah. I don't know how to tell you this, man, but like it takes 15 hours to introduce all that and make it like where you don't need any sort of guidance, right? You don't have to think about it anymore. You just get up and start doing it. And I got to tell you, I wasn't really down with the fact that that took so much time and there was so much to introduce. But I have to tell you that now that I'm at like 25 hours and I've been engaging with the full brunt of those systems just passively, I wouldn't say passively, but like just second nature, you know, day to day in and day out, like while playing the game. Right. It's really a compelling game. That you're just doing all these different forms of interacting with the game. And I do have a lot more people on my team now. Um, I've got uh, I've got Spider-Man. He's joined the crew. I've got Deadpool. And okay. he is very well written in the comedy realm. Um, his He is a DLC character, though. So he's one of the characters that um, you only get, uh, I believe you might, he might have been a pre-order bonus and he's definitely part of like, I bought the legendary edition with all the DLC content because that DLC pass is very expensive. So again, I reiterate to people, you know, back when I bought Marvel's Midnight Suns, I paid $40 for the legendary edition and the normal edition during that same sale on that same retailer was like 20 bucks. And then the season pass was like 39. So I paid like 50 cents more for the legendary edition than those who were just buying the season pass. And everybody says, if you really like that game, which again, you got to find out if you really like that game, but if you really like that game, you benefit from the DLC because yeah, it just, it's just part of the game. So I thought it was like, maybe it's like, afterwards or post credits and stuff like that no no no. it's just deadpool missions start showing up and now morbius missions have started showing up he's another morbius is another member of the midnight suns who he was an original member of the midnight suns so i was happy to see him in here but yeah now morbius is just part of it and i could tell that deadpool was dlc because they make a joke while you're talking to deadpool as like what does it mean that you're a dlc character or something so they have fun with it um yeah 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 but that game That's is good. very good, but it does take a lot of your time. And what I mean by that is I don't think I am deep in this game at all. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be the full hundred hours, but who knows that other people said it was because you can stretch that game to a hundred hours, but I'm more doing like a balance thing. So like trees, just because I have a bunch of optional missions that can get me resources doesn't mean I do them. You know what I mean? Like I'm just right. I'm just doing story missions and then as I see they they do a good job of like the recommended stuff. So like I was exploring the campgrounds and I I opened up an you know a new you have four signs of power you learn and so I opened up the second one and when I went to go do that mission it was like just so you know you want to be at least level 8 before you do this mission and at the time I was level 8. Um and it took me like 20 hours to get to level eight or so (laughs) maybe maybe it took me only like 15 but whatever and so I went back and did it when I was level 10 I didn't need to wait that long but there were other people you could see online when you know on reddit and stuff bitching that like right they didn't want to grind out the levels and so they would try to go too early into these missions and they do make 
these missions are not, I wouldn't say this game is hard, but if you force this game's hand, it will bitch slap your yeah. ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And and that was very XCOM as well. Do you remember that with like, mm-hmm. um, I didn't, I remember liking XCOM 2 more than I liked XCOM 1, but I definitely remember more of Enemy Unknown. I think I got closer to beating that game. And in Enemy Unknown, if you, I, I understand you had a time clock against you, but if you tried to move too fast in certain areas, you'd get stomped. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you had to uh, tread carefully. Yeah, in those games, may not, you know, not rush in across the field. You had to make sure, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and this game is is much better at pacing you out. Um, another thing I do like about it is because of the card system, um, trees like you know what you want. So, like if you're playing a round and you're like, oh, that Spider-Man ability is really good, but I only have the vanilla version of the card, you can just focus in on that and say, let me, let me ramp up some of his attack cards and then you can do some pretty wicked stuff. And of course they start comboing up. So as like Spider-Man and my character, the hunter got, um, to know each other better, they eventually got a team up card, right? So then when you bring them both into a mission together, because their friendship levels high enough through like talking to them and doing, you know, social stuff with them, then you can team up with them and you get this duo card, right? So there's benefits to doing duos. So one thing I think that might be a little problematic with this game, I wouldn't say it's problematic per se, but one thing I might struggle with a little bit is it does seem like it eventually wants you to have, like you bring three characters into any mission. It seems like it wants you to have like tops four or five characters that you bring and especially like your core three that you'd prefer to bring into most missions. It, you know, at this point I have a dozen characters and it definitely does not give me, I mean, I would be playing forever to like level them all up. I definitely need to focus on some certain characters. So, um, but I do like how they, like as they introduce Deadpool and Spider-Man, they're leveled up and they have special abilities, like special cards that make them a force to be reckoned with against, say, the Ghost Rider that I had leveled up quite a bit and was preferring to use. I don't know if I'm going to use him as much anymore. I like Deadpool a lot. So I suddenly started swapping in Deadpool as one of my mains, and he just merged in there no problem because he came in later and he was kind of leveled up and ready to go. So they do allow you to bring in new people, but it really does want you to focus on like three to five guys and just use them. So... But yeah, so that's that. And then the only other one was on the trip, I brought my 3DS and I've been playing. Oh. Um, uh, so I played, actually, there's there's two games I want to mention, but, um, but these will be quick. So first I want to mention Metroid 2 Samus Returns or Return of Samus. I forget which one it was. This was the Mercury Steam remake of Metroid 2 that was on 3DS. Oh, okay. And I had heard a lot of good things about this. I have tried Metroid 2 on Game Boy. Didn't love it. And then um, I also tried um, the AM2R, another Metroid 2 remake, which basically was like, what if we did Metroid 2, but we made it look and gave it the map system of Super Metroid? And I found that much more digestible, much more fun. But eventually I started losing interest as well because the point of Metroid 2 is you're on a map and you just go exploring and you have to kill like 40 Metroids Mm. Um, because it it was originally a Game Boy concept. 
Mercury Steam does a good job of like adding a couple of new things and then they add like a map system and whatnot. But I think the problem I keep having with this game is I don't think I love Metroid games. Like even Super Metroid, (laughs) which is the strongest of them, and I can acknowledge that's the strongest of them. I didn't love that game like I love a lot of the Super Nintendo staples. And I know that's sacrilege to a lot of people. You know, you can hear like, especially like, you know, the likes of like Jeremy Parrish and Jose Otero and stuff like that, like talk about those game, you know, Super Metroid. And they're like, you know, it is the quintessential best game, you know, of all time. And there are definitely people who feel that way. Um, I don't. Um, I think it's a very good game. And we enjoyed Mm -hmm. it when we did it for a game club. But like. I think that was me and Jam, but like, yeah, it didn't, it didn't blow me away and it didn't unshelf some of my favorites on the Super Nintendo. I'm sorry to say it was cool, but it just wasn't my thing. And I don't think this is either. And thank God, because the game's worth like 40 bucks or something. It's very collectible for those that have the cartridge version. So I'm looking to ditch this motherfucker and get my money back because yeah, that's not really my thing. Um, I want to give Metroid Prime a chance. I remember playing Metroid Prime early into my GameCube days when I borrowed it from a friend of mine back in 2001 and enjoying it. And then I did get that Metroid Prime remastered, although I haven't opened it up and played it yet. And so I think I'm going to try my my Metroid Prime trilogy that I have and see if I enjoy the Wii controls and if not, switch over to play the um, the Switch version, the remastered. But for now... You know, I was just a little discouraged (laughs) by playing that. Um, But when that didn't work out for me, Trees, I switched over to Luigi's Mansion 2. Um, What is it? Dark Side of the Moon or whatever? Dark of the Moon? I've only ever played the new, new one. Okay. Three. So if you remember, I probably within the last year played the original Luigi's Mansion. And I found it somewhat obtuse. I never really loved Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube, but I liked the concept, right? Because it's a Ghostbusters game. Um, and the last boss, this was, you know, for me, infamously, one of those games. It's one of those handful of games out there where I got to the last boss and I was like, I can't beat this last boss. Fuck this. And it's been happening to me a lot lately. I had that same problem with all the Metal Gears at the end of Metal Gear Solid 2. I was like, I can't beat these Metal Gears. And apparently it's not a very hard sequence, but it's hard for me. And so I was cautiously like, wonder what the second game's going to be like, because I found the first game, especially the Boo bosses, to be just a little too hard. And Trees, this game is a fucking delight. It is so fun to play. I've put like probably five hours into it. Um, There's like multiple mansions and a bunch of different missions and stuff like that. And they've like streamlined a lot of the stuff and added in some new mission structures and the bosses aren't that hard anymore. It's a little more straightforward and I really like it. They've definitely made the controls way better too. Um, It's kind of unfortunate that it's stuck on the 3DS. And the only reason I say that is I don't think it would be hard for them to port this over to like Switch, but... Um, but it's a really good game. So if you have a 3DS or if you've hacked your 3DS, <laughs> feel right. free to enjoy that game. I was actually playing a legit cartridge version of it. Um, but that game was 
really good so far and I will be beating it. I've just got to find the time to do it, but it, it was a lot of fun and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And it does make me very intrigued. And I remember you talking about it to play. I do own Luigi's Mansion 3. I don't, I think mm-hmm. I bought it on a sale. I think it was part of a buy two, get one with somebody. But anyway, I do own Luigi's Mansion 3 and I do look forward to playing it, especially after your glowing review. I think that's why I picked it up. Um, and I know, didn't it get a little long in the tooth for you? I forgot. Or was it because you were playing with your son? I My son was playing in and I was playing. And we just, yeah, we just, I just moved on. Gotcha. To something else. When, it is fun though. I was enjoying it when I was playing it. But you know my, the way I move, move yeah, from thing yeah. to thing very quickly, unfortunately. So I will tell you, I brought Theater Rhythm with me. Just really hoping to oh. wrap up because I'm almost done with all the songs on Theater Rhythm, the original on the 3DS. Right. I brought that with me. I thought it was going to be my most played game. And Luigi's Mansion really enchanted me. I didn't get a whole lot of time to play while I was on vacation. But when I did, especially in airports and stuff, I was playing the shit out of Luigi's Mansion. Two. Nice. So. Two. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, what have you been playing? <clears throat> Um, Fortnite update, Fred. Um, uh-huh. new season started last uh, uh Friday. Is a season four, chapter four, season four? Something that's right, chapter four, season three. Either way, new season. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> I'm curious so, to hear, like, yeah, what's new? I like it. Let me say something. We say it every time. Fortnite, uh, you got to give it up to them, they keep. They keep it fresh, man. They they think ahead. Like, you know, when you see what they do, you're like, oh, that's fucking clever. So, you know, with the last map update, right, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have the snow areas, right? You have the wooded areas. You have the beaches. You have the mm-hmm. uh, sort of castles. They've added sort of that castle sort of area. And then the last season, they added Mega City. So you got like this... Tokyo, like cyberpunk city. So you got every environment, right? Uh, And there was a part of the snow area, you know, those mountains and shit you could go into. And there was like one part where it used to be in the old map, it used to be part a town. And there's this kind of clock tower that persists like through all the versions of the map. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always there in some way. And so under this, Glacier, sort of like uh, in a cave you could go in. There was like the, the tower was sitting there. It was like half broken, but it was in the snow, you know. Mm-hmm. That whole strip has melted. And now there's a whole jungle area that goes all through uh, like a strip of where it used to be ice. So it's like the ice melted. And now there's nice. like jungle under there. Uh-huh. And so they've added canopies. So there's like sort of like big... A canopy, you know, but you can actually get on top of it now and use it as sort of like, you know, you can traverse it. They've added vines that you skate on, kind of like uh, the old Disney Tarzan movie. Nice. You know, you jump on. Yeah. Them. Um, they've added raptors for um, like velociraptors. Yeah, for pets. So now, oh, like, even better, pig and the wolf. You can hop on them, and they they make the raptor sounds, and you can run around with them. <laughs> That's fun. That is fun. Um, you know, so there's a lot of like jungly camp, lo- you know, it's very Jurassic Park. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's a lot of camp sort of like settings, like bungalows and stuff. Um, 
lot of sort of ruins. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in a weird twist of added Optimus Prime, right? (laughs) So you got these ancient ruins and stuff, but the ruins have like weird like uh, transformer type symbols. Mm-hmm. You can say I've never got all the way into a tomb, but you can sacrifice weapons to open these doors to get further into the tombs. But you need like the rare weapons to sacrifice. Um, I don't know what's in there. I think just better loot. Um, okay. You know, they've added Makes all sense. new. Yeah, they've added all new weapons. Right? There's like a kinetic boomerang, uh, hmm. which is fun. Right. I really mess people with that. Comes back to you. They've added a bunch of different guns. Um, and then there's a big Optimus Prime fucking cannon, like this big transformer gun, like this giant, you know, you sort of hold it like a Gatling gun, but it only shoots one blast. But when you pick it up, it sort of transforms, mm-hmm. you know, the front opens up or something. And then when you switch to a different weapon, it sort of transforms to a backpack. So you kind of wear it as a backpack when you use it, it sort of huh. transforms into a gun. It's very cool. Mm. And of course, Optimus Prime is at the end of the battle pass. Right, so he's in the battle pass there, and there's a whole new battle pass with stuff. Um, very fun how they keep reinventing areas and uh, keeping it sort of fresh. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the story continues in Fortnite. My son has pretty much fallen off of Fortnite. Oh, okay. Um, he enjoys it. He'll play it once in a while, but he—it's the summer, man, and I am not going to deter him. He is fishing. And catching frogs with kids in the neighborhood. Like, that's Which their awesome. fucking pastime. Yeah. And so he gets home and he comes in, he puts his rain boots on, his little galoshes, and he mm-hmm. grabs his net in his Home Depot bucket, and off he goes. And he goes, knocks on a friend's door, this girl down the street, and she grabs her net, and they catch these big off. fucking awesome. bullfrogs all day long. And then I have to tell them to let them go because I found one in the garage <laughs> last night. It's like, dude, oh, you man. can't keep these frogs. They go back in the pond when you're done. Right. Them. But they're big. He gets ones the size of like a fist. Like they're huge. It's unbelievable. We thought he was kidding. And I was like, holy shit, man. That thing's fucking like a sneaker. Um, so, yeah, I'm the one like being, dude, you sure you don't want to play? Like I'm the one like like asking him if he wants to play. He's like, right. I'm, uh, I'm like, okay, man, guess I'll play because I'm still <laughs> enjoying it. Um, playing that. Um, I played a demo okay. on the PlayStation called Viewfinder. Viewfinder. Um, okay. Okay. Um, I wonder if this leads into the demo convo. <laughs> it was, it, it is, it's, it's, um, it is, it looks like the witness, right? It has the same art style as the witness. Okay. Uh, but the hook is perspective, right? A little bit like sub subliminal. Oh, like, but not. But like not the Asher really, stuff, or so the the hook is you always got to get to a transporter to go mm-hmm. to the next level, and this is the game where you have like a Polaroid camera. I don't know if you remember it. They showed it months ago at something. Yes. Um, okay. I'm so sorry. You, I'm looking it up right now, but yeah, you walk up to like say a a billboard or a a wall and there's a picture. And you can pick it up and put it in your inventory. But when you hold the picture up into your environment and, and place it, it becomes a, a 3D environment, right? Mm-hmm. So you pick up a picture of a hallway. 
and you can just place it over like nothing or like where there's just some stairs it will become a hallway but the way i encourage you and everybody to like go play it because even though you know the concept to see it in motion like how it works is mm-hmm. pretty fucking trippy man like it is okay. wild how you hold the camera up hold the picture up and you click it and you hear it click in place it still looks like you have like a still picture because it doesn't match the environment you're in you know what i'm saying like you're holding up like say a black and white picture of a hallway right. and you're in like a vibrant color so it still looks like a picture but the minute you slightly even move you realize it's a fully 3d like environment that you just play it's really fucked up man um and so and it has a rewind time feature also because you can screw up you know what i mean you can just really screw up your environment (laughs) so you you have to be able to like rewind or put you know redo pitches and stuff and then you get a camera where you can take pitches and then that gets fun too because you're sort of like you have to get over through this fence, but you can't get around it. So you go around the corner and take a picture of like this hallway that you just came through. And then you go back and place that picture over the fence. And now you created a hallway to the other side. It's it's really, it's really hard to explain. I'm sure if you're watching a video of it right now or something, you see how it works. So I'm not and watching a video. I do see what you're saying though. Yes, the video, there are videos that show you that. I think what was surprising me the most was all that is is a demo right now. It's not available yet. It's, it's not still available. Four it doesn't weeks even away. have it. Yeah. It doesn't even, yeah. So the, the demo is good because it does what we talked about. It's like you start out where you can tell it's the beginning. And mm-hmm. there's one part where it just shows a bunch of like quick stills and it says like um basically like we're not showing this you this stuff. This is story stuff and we're skipping over some shit. You know what I mean? So they're cherry picking some levels to show you how it works. I got and then you, the demo's kind of over. Um, you know, one was clever because one of the teleporters needs to be powered by batteries. So there's like a, a battery pad that you have to place batteries on to charge it. <clears throat> but there's only, um, I think there's like one battery on the pad, right? And you, so you walk around the corner and um, is there... Is there an old battery? Yeah, there's an old battery around the corner. So you pick it up because it's showing you how the pads work. That's what it is. So you see mm-hmm. one pad, battery on the pad and you're like, oh, okay. So I got to place batteries in this pad. So you go around the corner and there's one laying there and you go, okay. So you grab that one. And this is before you have the camera. When you start out the demo, you don't. they don't introduce the camera pot to you yet. They're just showing you how it works. And you place the other one on the pad and then you explode environment and you find like a little uh, clipboard that has another picture of like, it's like a black and white picture and it has a picture of the battery, another battery. And when you place that in the environment, you can walk into that environment and grab that battery yes. that was in the picture. And um, see, that looks cool. And it stays the same style as the picture. So it's mm-hmm. sort of like a grainy black and white picture. And when you walk in and grab the battery and come back out, like that battery still stays looking like a staticky like black and white art right so you know, it keeps its own style. style yeah yeah it's very cool mm-hmm. there's a part where they're just showing off where you just keep picking up pictures and uh-huh. walking through environments and it's like a crayon drawing and then it's a 
yo, it looks like a Wiley e. Coyote type desert drawing. <laughs> yeah. But all of them click into 3D. Like when you place, it's really fucked up. You know, um, it's cool. Um, I need to check. And that so out. we, so we talked about it earlier. But it's like there's a demo I played, and now I'm like, oh, I'm I'm playing this game. Right. Like, yeah. This, this was fucking wild. You know what I mean? Yeah, understandably. Um, I definitely want to check this out. I did add it to my PlayStation, so it's downloading on my PS5 right now. Good. Yeah, I want you to. I'm going to text you because I know it's you also do on this. for the non PlayStation players. It's also on Steam. So I would imagine, people can yeah. check out that demo on Steam. Uh, it does work well with a with a controller, full sp- controller support on Steam. Um, yeah, I, I tend to be a console you. gamer. I'm going to start on PlayStation. <laughs> I'm going to text you because you're always like, I'm going to try it out, and then you never do. But I want you to experience like how that game looks in in X. Absolutely. I showed my wife. She didn't give a fuck. I was like, honey, check this out. And I was like, let's see, take this picture. Now watch this. This is cool. And she goes, yeah, you're making me sick Like when I watch you play all those games. I'm like, <laughs> okay, thank you. Thanks for the input. Bye-bye. Awesome. I thought you'd think it was artistic and cool, but apparently it just makes you sick when you watch me play games. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I spent all my time with, buddy, Street Fighter Six. Ah, uh, yes. A lot of fucking Street <clears throat> Fighter Six. That game is uh, fantastic. Yeah, they're firing on all cylinders with that game, boy. Um, I get it. If you're not into Street Fighter, then no. But uh, you know, we dabble in it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I grew up with it. So to me, all of it is nostalgic and kind of fun. Uh, I even bought the little uh, the Fighters Pass or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was like five bucks, I think. And then you get. I was like, why not? Why the fuck not at this point? Um, so I had a funny experience, Fred, because you remember I bought that Hori six-button controller. Um, yes. <clears throat> Actually, so, I have to be honest. I remember you showing me that controller. I did not recall that you bought it, but continue. Well, I think I said last week I fucked up and I ordered it too late and I was waiting for it. Oh, Okay. Um, so I finally got I it. I do recall this now. Yes, yes, yes. Um, had minor issues, right? One, it feels a little, a little flimsy. Just a tad. Okay. It's very light. There's no rumble in it. You know when mm. controllers feel like yeah. hollow plastic? It yeah. just feels a little, a little cheapy cheap. Um, a little <laughs> You know, it wasn't a cheap controller. The fucking... Mm-hmm. $80 controller. We're talking about how it controller. was uh, built, not what you paid. Yeah. Um, so the funny thing happened was, so you have presets on your, um, on the controller settings, right? And so I had a preset for my four button controller, how I liked it. And then, but a funny thing would happen was for whatever reason, the game kind of would not remember which preset I would pick back and forth. You know what I mean? Uh huh. That was becoming an issue. Like it was always re, like defaulting to like the original setup, no matter what I did. It was very strange and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but then it would just re. It just wouldn't take it. It would say it when I looked at my presets. Those are good. Okay, we're all set up right. But then when I would go like play a game in the gaming hub, and I'd go into one of the cabinets, it would put me to the game's default controller settings and then i would have to like pause and like switch it 
But if someone joins you, then you can't switch it, right? You can't pause if it's online. It was weird. Um, so basically, I had to leave it at the default, like how they have the default full button set up. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I can use it. It's fine, right? <clears throat> and it's already set up for the the six button, sort of like when you plug it in, it, it kind of puts those to the right. It's just the bumpers that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know, that I usually tweak around for my own liking. It wouldn't sort of save those in a weird way. or It would default to the old one. Anyways, here's a problem I didn't think of, Fred. Being a fighting game guy, having six-button controllers, you know, Street Fighter 4, we would play, right? You turn on Street Fighter 4, where do you go? Versus menu, right? And then it's yeah. you and me fighting. Right. Street Fighter 6... You bounce around, right? There's a world mode setting. There's a hub arcade setting. And then there's the regular versus. Well, the Hori stick, it doesn't have a right thumbstick, the control camera movement. Oh, yeah. So you cannot use it in world tour mode. Well, I thought you could. There's this weird way to do it, though. It says there's a bumper that, yeah, there's a bumper that you hit. It will like, put the camera straight yeah but that is not that is <laughs> that not was their cool. solution that was their arcade is, stick solution for world is, tour mode yeah that is not viable <laughs> I, I just it. did it in the hub and it was useless in the hub you move around too much the game's too smooth and right. there's too much going on the constantly trying to hit that button it's it's a rough one Right. Not a so viable then I solution. Said, yeah. Then I said, you know what? I'm competent enough with the full button setup that fuck it. I'm going to return this horror stick. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, then I went to return it and then I got cold feet. And I said, no, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. Okay. Cancel my return. And here's what I figured out, Fred. The system's down pat. So it's on the default settings, which is fine. As far as just some bumpers that I, I you know, mm-hmm. I like switched around the opposite way. Doesn't matter though. Still very functional. Six button works. Okay, so I'm using my full button. I'm playing World Tour, yeah? I exit out of there. I can go to the hub. I'm playing around. <clears throat> I sit down at a cabinet, right? Right. If I pick up my six button and I hit the PlayStation button, my profile screen pops up real quick. Like, who's using this controller? Right? Mm-hmm. And I just click on my name again. Turns off the four button, instantly switches to the six button. I think I see so where now I going. Uh huh. So now I can just fight like normal, blah, blah, blah. Then I'd say I get up to leave the cabinet. Mm-hmm. I take my four button, I hit the PlayStation button. Who's playing? I just hit, and this takes a second. It's not like I have to oh, it's yeah. loading anything. And then I hit the me, and then it instantly turns on my four button and turns off the six button. So that's my solution. I just have go. both of them sitting there. I can instantly switch between them for if I'm in 3D sort of landscape mm-hmm. or obviously if I'm just in rank matches, which I've played a lot of rank matches, oh, um, okay. you, you don't have to do that. Oh, I've been <laughs> dabbling in all things Street Fighter, Fred. So one world tour mode continues to be fun. I'm level 32 um, doing missions. I'm pretty much Ken. Like I have the Ken style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I've unlocked Manon. I've been to France. I've been to Jamaica. Uh, I've been to Brazil. 
Um, Wonder who's there. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> let me say something. Out of all the character redesigns, mm-hmm. Blanca, bit odd. <laughs> bit weird. He's a bit odd. That was not what I thought you were going to say, but I can absolutely we- see where you would say that. Yes. Weird choice. You know, they definitely gave him more of like a gorilla. Sure. Face like like so like like a gorilla, and then they they sort of made him a goofball, like a goofy, like you know, running a tourist trap type yes. character. Very weird. This is um, why I'm looking forward to. I'm so sad that I you know had to leave yeah. town uh, while in the midst of getting back mm-hmm. into this. But yeah, I look forward to yeah, enjoying my, some Street Fighter Six tomorrow. My dude Vaughn, he's really come a long way. You know, I fix his hair. You know, because you can once you get money, they throw money at you in that game. Mm-hmm. Like everything, you get money, and uh, so you can redesign your guy. There's like um, a beauty shop where you can retweet. You know, you can just redo your character. It costs like a thousand bucks or something. Sure. So I've retweaked them around, and it's got some clothes. I really, I really enjoy them. Um, and yeah, that game, that 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 story mode continues to be goofy. Um, now I'm in the tournament. And uh, you go to Hagar Stadium and you join like the novice tor- tournament and you run around town you, and you have to fight opponents. But when you go there for the tournament, there's people, you know, NPCs running around cosplaying Street Fighters. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty funny. There's like a fat Ken and I dare anybody not to beat the fuck out of him. You just can't. You cannot not do it. Like you walk up and there's just this fat Ken and you just drag and punch him, beat the crap out of him. Cause you're like, yeah, you yeah. deserve it. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff like that where you see something goofy like that. And it cracks you up. Like, Oh, you don't beat this guy up. Um, Looking forward to it. The hub, the hub mode is more active. Now there's some things at launch that mm-hmm. weren't up and running yet, but it's pretty full functional in there. Um, you know, like we talked about before, there's like replays, there's our, like old arcade games, there's a shop. Uh, although I can't figure out how to earn the currency for that shop. I don't know if you just have to be a super badass because I've won matches in mm-hmm. the hub and I didn't get any of this currency. And I, I don't know what it's – there's like this pink currency. I don't know what you uh, – I thought is, that was the one you actually have to buy. Those are fighting bucks. Those oh, okay. are blue with like an F on them or something. But there's oh, okay. also like these pink tickets – that you use, I don't know where you get them. I gotta be honest. Unless you, oh, I, is I, I think them. the pink tickets are the ones you get from doing the daily quests. Daily quests, you get kudos, which goes towards your fighters pass. Okay, I yeah. yeah there's just, I'm just I need I to engage know. with this more. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to unlock the fighters pass, and so it works like all these things. You you earn, um, you earn bucks in the fighter pass. Mm-hmm. But to get the bucks, you sort of got to buy them at first. So I think it was like 250 fighter bucks to unlock the pass. And for 250 fighter bucks, it's like 499. I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? Why not? Let me do it once and see how this thing is. You mostly get caught. Co- you get, you get cosmetics. I don't say you mostly, you get cosmetics, mm-hmm. you know, different color, this and that, um, maybe some clothes, um, you know, um, but either way, you run around there. You can sit at cabinets and fight other people in actual Street Fighter Six, or you can go to the center where you can battle your avatars. And I've done that too. 
it's kind of goofy and fun. Um, and then there's the regular straight up versus mode, which is on the very the, the last column there. It's like you can play the story mode, which I've done a bunch of the story modes. Um, but then you can just straight up like do some rank matches, and, and you know I've done a bunch of that. And that's fun. Get my ass handed to me, but uh, you know which, it makes you what? What rank did I pick? No, you just reminded me though when you were talking about the um, the unlockables and stuff. Did you ever get your your digital your DLC code for some extra costumes from Best Buy? Yeah, I did. Did you enter Is that it? code? Because I did it. And it says I got it, but then I don't see any of those colors. And I apparently I'm not alone. There's a lot of people who have random things missing. So I, so I downloaded. I, it said I got it. And so my characters have like a third color, and I'm assuming that's it. Yeah. I'm assuming the default is two so different colors. Mine right? do not. Like my Ken, I have like you know one. Like the colors have numbers, right? It's like one. Right three and then i have like a 10 and i use the 10 because it's dante's colors Mm -hmm. devil may cry like he's wearing he has gray hair and he's wearing like a red coat you know he looks like dante so that's who i use yeah i need to look into that because yeah mine yeah you wouldn't know i got it not that it matters much but still yeah well i'll be talking about street fighter for probably weeks to come because Whenever I pick up that story mode, mm-hmm. I, I an hour of my life goes by. Just running back and forth to the little star points doing dumb missions. Because the missions are so easy and quick. And beating people up is so quick. You just you can just get lost in just running around. And that's what I'm that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> so it's really dumb. Just you know. It's good, but that's what I've been playing this week, and we'll, we'll talk. You know, we'll talk about it in more depth probably when, you know, next week when you get back to playing a little bit more. We have to hook yeah. up. We have to make a point of uh, having some matches. You know, totally down for that. Yeah, just to say we did. I have to text you this week one of these nights, and uh, we'll have to play. That and that's sounds it. Sounds awesome. That was my week in gaming. Alrighty. Well, again, it was a little bit of a shorter show, but um, now mm-hmm. Trees and I both get to get to sleep because um, I think yep. we're probably both tired at this point for varied uh, reasons. Mm-hmm. But um, excellent. Well, all right. Well, just remember, uh, as a friendly reminder, June 19th, Monday, June 19th, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, go check out Trees' um, performance year. It was... it's. Funko underscore trees, right? Whatnot.com? Whatnot. Yeah, go to whatnot. Funko underscore trees. Monday, 8.30. We're going to go give this thing a a whirl. I don't know if there's going to be one person in the room or 20 people in the room or 100 people in the room. I'm leaning towards the low end. So maybe hopefully some of you guys come in there and hang out. You know. Hell yeah, I'm gonna have to try to figure out to uh, or try to make sure I've got no plans on Monday. But uh, let me we'll uh, we look into okay. that. But uh, so remember that. And if you want to send in any um, any uh, listener mail, contact at gaminghistory101.com. Mm-hmm. So 
Alrighty, well then, in my usual fashion of just falling apart like a like a crash landing, like a plane that's looking like it's going to perfectly land and then just bashing into the ground, I'm going to uh, say until next week, happy gaming. Later. since someone's wandered around this place. And wanderers are always welcome. I've been meaning to ask.